Hello, hello. It is I, Teddy. Without my partner in crime, Steve Stevers. Um, let me just start off with, we're bringing new things to the show, okay? And this right here is a new thing, or I'm testing the waters. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it will be called. Um, it doesn't have a name right now. I'm just, I'm just going to call it Evening Teddy Talks for right now. Not a TED Talk, a Teddy Talk. Uh... Like I said, we're we're trying to add more content to unhelpful advice, and we both agreed that uh, solo segments would be a cool idea. You know, um, I'm not at the studio or the Beaver Dam as we call it. I'm at the Cryptic Files studio, uh, my home, my desk, and you know what really pisses me off is a messy desk and right now my desk is a disaster it's giving me anxiety I, I talk a lot about anxiety on unhelpful advice and how I overthink things you know and I'm overthinking right now with this desk I just want to throw it out the window anyway uh, my solo segment it's Maybe, you know, a more chill, chill segment compared to the uh, regular episodes with Steve and I, because uh, I'm more of a mellow person, you know, Steve's, you know, the blunt, loud guy, and I'm the, you know, laid back, uh, mellow, mellow fellow, but you know, sometimes I can get angry, and yeah, I get angry quite often. But today, this is not going to be a, an angry rant. Today is going to be uh, more, you know, personal. Uh, I have a uh, personal story today. Uh, the first time I met my girlfriend's daughter. Yeah. You know, uh, growing up, I never thought I would have a a girlfriend that already had a child. You know, I never thought I would be like a, a I wouldn't call it a stepdad. Well, maybe, you know, I didn't know I would be put in those shoes. But I am right now, and I have been. And I thought this story would be pretty neat. Uh, and. Maybe I could find some advice for you guys by the end of this. So let's let's get on to the the story of me meeting Erica's six year old. So when I first started dating Erica, uh, we kept it very very low key. Uh, I would pretty much sneak over to her house when Olivia, her daughter, wasn't over, and I would hang out for maybe 40 minutes and then hightail it out of there before Olivia got home, if you know what that means. Anyway, 
So I would <laughs> I would hang out or I would stop by during the week and then weekends when Erica didn't have Olivia if she was with her grandma or with her real dad, uh, me and Erica would hang out. So we kept the relationship a secret for a little bit. Um, but when it came time to actually meeting Olivia, I was scared because I was never, I've never been, you know, put in that situation before. Like, how is, how is Teddy going to impress a six-year-old when I can barely impress Erica? (laughs) When I can barely impress Steve? Uh, but I was up for the challenge and the, the first evening it was, I don't know, it might've been a Monday, Tuesday, whatever. It was, it was a weekday. So it was right after work and we had this plan set out. It was kind of a surprise and Erica didn't say that, uh, I was her boyfriend to Olivia. We kept that a secret because um, we didn't want a meltdown going on. Uh, so when I got off work, I I had this idea that I needed to impress Olivia. I needed a first, you know, good impression. And what kid doesn't like candy? I mean, I, I, I assume kids love candy. So I went by, uh, I can't remember if it was, it was Dollar General. Yes. And I just got a shit, a shit ton of candy. And, uh, I kept messaging Erica. I was like, yeah, do you think this is enough? Do you think this, do you think she would like this? Does she like, you know, Oreos or whatever? I think it was like the, like Halloween, uh, flavor colored Oreos. Anyway, not important. So, I also know that I needed to have high energy that day. So, I made sure to, you know, get in the zone. And I remember Erica telling me that I should go along with whatever. So, pretty much saying yes to everything. And when I got to the house, uh, I knocked on the front door, and they were right there. And as soon as I walked in, I darted towards her playroom, because that's where that she led us. And I sat down, didn't even give her the candy yet, uh, and she just started getting out board games, uh, toys, whatever. And, uh, we played right off the bat and she was just, you know, a ball of energy. So after we did that, after we met, we, we went biking down at the lake and it was still pretty hot outside. And this was a funny thing that, uh, kind of embarrassing as well. 
I remember wearing like a, a Under Armour shirt, but I think I was wearing like, I think I was wearing like cotton shorts. And if you don't know what I'm getting at, uh, after riding a bike for so long in the heat, you get you get swamp ass. And I was getting swamp ass. And after, <laughs> so not only, it was more embarrassing to me if, you know, Erica was saying the swamp ass because we, we haven't been dating long. Anyway, I had swamp ass. We were biking. After that, I think we we went to Grant's, which is no longer there, to, to play the, the vending machine or something. And that was the first time she got upset. And I was like, oh, no, this day is ruined. But luckily, um, she's known for <laughs> crying. Kids are known for crying and getting over it pretty quick. So I was safe there. And we were waiting on Pizza Hut, I believe, and we had that delivered. And I found humor. We found the same humor together, me and Olivia. When we finished eating, we were sitting watching TV. And she looked me straight in the eyes with a blank face and farted. And... If you know me from unhelpful advice, I love shit jokes. I love farts. I love all of that. To me, I think that's the funniest thing you could do is to let one rip randomly. And I laughed uncontrollably. Uncontrollably. And right then and there, I was like, yeah, I like this kid. I think I can make her laugh. By farting, at least. And uh, after all that, it was just trying to get her comfortable around me. So I would come over more often. I would uh, I would bring dinner. I would either cook dinner. We would go out to dinner. Uh, this and that. And things were, you know... I think she was, you know, uh, wondering what was going on between, like, why is this guy over at my house all the time? Why is he, you know, trying to hug Erica in front of me? Why is he trying to hold my mom in front of me? And uh, the big thing happened, which was kind of scary because, you know, I was falling for Erica, but you also have to have, uh, I'm trying to have the, that right saying, you got to have the kid on board as well. So it being okay for me to date Erica and the, the big thing that happened was Erica telling her I was more than a friend. And I wasn't there at the time. I was at uh, my mom's house. And when that was brought up to her, she had a fit. She would cry, 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 saying, No, Mom, you don't have a boyfriend. You don't have this. You don't have that. It's just me and you. And 
that was kind of heartbreaking to me because I thought, oh, well, this isn't going to work out, you know. Because I'll, I'll give myself credit. I never, I have never tried so hard to get a girl to like me. And luckily, I got Erica to like me, to love me. And with that happening, it felt like all of that was just not a waste of time, but a good time coming to a abrupt end. And <laughs> somehow she got over the that idea because we wouldn't bring up the words boyfriend and girlfriend for the longest time. We wouldn't really even hug in front of her because uh, we were afraid that another meltdown was going to happen. So we we fought through that, and then I, I end up moving in. And I started I started out sleeping on the couch because we 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 told her that uh we told her that I had to get up early to go to work, which is which is true. I always have to get up early to go to work. So the later I stayed throughout the night we made the excuse, well, he'll just he'll just sleep on the couch because he has to wake up early and we'll go to bed. No, no, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. Before I started doing that, I would wait in my car until Erica put Olivia to sleep. And when she fell asleep, I would come back in. I would come back in and I would hang out. And sometimes I would stay. And, you know, I would wake up before both of them so Olivia wouldn't even know that I was I was coming back to stay the night. <laughs> but then, um, then she found out that, uh, you know, I was sleeping on the couch. And then she would ask me, are you like, are you like living here? And I was like, uh, kind of. She was like, oh. And I was like, is that okay? She shrugged and she was like, yeah. So, I won on that part. I was like, yes, finally. Yes. She maybe likes me. <laughs> and um, then, then I started creeping upstairs and sleeping in Erica's room. And before that, Olivia would sleep with Erica. So that was a challenge, me getting into the bed without Erica, or without Olivia getting mad. And that was a slow process, and some nights she would come in and the three of us would sleep in bed, or I would have to um, go back downstairs 
because Olivia likes to kick. And that's never fun. Trying to sleep, trying to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And after that, um, things got better. And I had this I had this real realization in the relationship, Erica's, mine and Erica's, mine and Olivia's, and the three of us, that this thing is um it's real. And going back to the idea of me being like a a father figure. I never would have thought I would be in those shoes. But here I am. And it's not bad. I like it. I love it. It's um it's changed my life for the better because um I under I I've come to understand how to love a, a child in that way and how a mother loves their child. I, I see that every day and uh, not only am I, uh, I guess, jealous of that connection, but it, it motivates me to be a better better role model, be a better, uh, I guess, say, a, a parent. Because um, I'm here all the time. And there's no uh, disrespect to her dad, but I am here more. And I feel as though I'm obligated to be that type of father figure that way. Does that make sense? Like, there's no stepping on boundaries. It's it's just being that extra, that extra love, you know. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, in present day, right now... What I know is um, I wouldn't want to change anything else. Um, my path towards Erica and Olivia, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to change anything. Um, she's a, Olivia's a character, that's for sure. She is an odd one. But I love it because I'm an odd one too. And I love making her laugh. I love uh, cooking dinner for her. Uh, I love providing that. Uh, she has uh, changed me for sure. She has uh, matured me to not only think about myself but to think about others to think about how to how to how you would want to raise somebody to be a good person 
what am I saying? Am I making any sense to you guys? Like, this is supposed to be a a comedy show, and I'm here, you know, getting teary-eyed. It's just... <laughs> Do you guys want this? <laughs> Steve's probably listening like, God damn, Teddy. <sighs> yep. I'm a family man now, and I want to keep being a family man. A family, a family man with a podcast, with two podcasts. Um, so I'm trying to get advice out of this this story. Um, don't take kids for granted. Um. Don't think about yourself so much. Think about how you would want someone to be as they're growing. You know? You want them to do good. You want them to be successful. You don't want them to to be in trouble or be hurt. You want to guide them. Just be there for somebody. There's the advice. Be there for somebody. Either but even if it's blood or not blood. And we're not blood, but if you're there for somebody, then I think that shows the good person in you. And it motivates me to be a better person. She makes me she makes me to be a better person. And so does Erica. So, I guess that's it. Uh, uh, like I said, this is a, uh, a new segment that I think we're going to try out. Uh, it's not always going to be sappy like like this one. Uh, I'm sure I'll I'll be a lot more cringy and uh, awkward in the the coming future, but. Uh, 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 thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the regular show, Unhelpful Advice. We're trying to make this bigger. We're trying to bring more content for you guys. We hope that you enjoy this. Uh, Steve's got something coming up that should be should be a good time. And we both have something, some plans coming up that's going to be... Uh, pretty fun i hope at least so if you like this show if you like this episode five star on apple podcasts that's what helps us the most uh write a review tell me what tell me your thoughts if if i'm being a sappy cry baby let me know uh you won't hurt my feelings uh share share the episode share the share the podcast to others uh, to others who you think might like us and um, just stick with us because we we plan on growing this show more and I can't wait for it so thank you guys for listening and I'll close it out with a pretty dope song not a melancholy song just pretty dope song um, we're going to try and add more music to the regular show as well just make more hip you know what I'm saying 
So uh, Teddy's out. I hope you guys have a great week, rest of the week, whatever whatever day you listen to this on, listen to this episode on. All right, I need to stop talking. Thank you guys for listening. God bless, and here's a nice tune for you. Don't you say it, I can't hear it I get defensive when I think you're calling me out But I don't scream, I don't